0: Hi, everybody. I'm Kelly Harrell, and you're listening to What in the Weird. The Weekly Rune came out Monday, and for those of you who are subscribed to Patreon, it came out Sunday, ad-free. If you want to show your support for the Weekly Rune, you can search for it on Patreon, and I thank you so very much for that. I've picked up several supporters through What in the Weird, and you are all rock stars. You can also subscribe to the regular version of the weekly rune through my website, SolentonArts.com, and you are all rock stars, too. So what's going on with the runes right now? I'm going to give a little sneak peek into the coming half-month transition, which is from Laguz to Ingwa's. The big deal with that is we're moving closer to midsummer in the north and midwinter in the south, which means the runes will be a little bit different for the southern hemisphere. But these are both significant markers in our timekeeping psyche. So in the north, our progression from Laguz to Ingwaz is setting us up for this progression to be the best that it can be as we get closer to midsummer. And this is what I call the Ingua's initiation, which will be coming to fruition over the next couple of weeks. So we're in Laguz until the 14th of May, then Ingua's until May 29th. And I know people pronounce this different ways. Go with it. Go with what you know. Just listen to me and nod. Okay. So Isa as you recall, is the sacred seed, frozen, gestating. It's the kind of stillness that can't move until certain criteria are met to support good, healthy movement. And ISA, which was in November, marks the beginning of the Ingwa's initiation. So, this takes a while. This the development of the sacred seed takes a while to accomplish. As Ingwas, I'm sorry, as Isa is in the second et, and we don't really see that essence again until Manaz, which is in the third et. It's it's a pretty good chunk of time, right? So you can absolutely argue that we see the sacred seedness in the background of other runes through that progression. I'm totally open to that. So what I should say is Manaz is the next big point. It's, it's the point where the sacred seed has become center stage again. It's not in the background anymore. Manaz is the next big point that this sacred seed shifts. And that shift entails getting new eyes on the progress of that growth. It's the first point where you realize that stillness is over. I mean, yes, there has been a progressions of runes past Isa, but in terms of this particular initiation that's kind of playing out in the sub- subtext, we get the opportunity at Manaz to realize that the sacred seed isn't just a seed anymore. It has become a fully self-realized life force in its own right, and it needs to spring itself on the world. That is Manaz, which was last month. Manaz is the mindful rune. It's the rune of bringing things to a new social group for some kind of feedback. So that is the point where this sacred seed, this self-realized life force, is ready to be presented to the world. If you could trace the progression of some life dynamic that began or really came to the fore last November and made significant leaps ahead in April of this year, so last month, the progression or outcome of that is what's on your plate to meet face-to-face in the next couple of weeks. Why am I talking about this now? Good question. Well, because now is the time to get ready. Initiations are no joke. If you go back to episodes like, I don't know, 11, 12, 13 in What in the Weird, I talk about initiation and what it means. I've also blogged about it a gajillion times at Soul Intent Arts, so you could do a search for initiation there. Anyway... For initiations to progress well from a crisis generating change into a fully integrated new way of being and a recreation of a life around you to support that new way, you have to have skills. You have to know what to do with it. When initiations don't complete, they become PTSD, that's post-traumatic stress, and you don't want that. So what's, what's on our plate right now is to get the tools needed to foster this sacred seed, this new life force, this precious thing that has demanded that you grow and change. Without the tools to support this sacred seed to blossom into wisdom and awareness in your life, it can't sustain. In every book I've ever written, I've found a way to work in this message, one way or another. And that is, all the most awesome soul healing in the world will not stick if you don't have healthy, consistent rituals in place to support, sustain, and evolve that healing. It's worth saying about eight more times, for real. I can't tell you how often I have people come to me who have a really wonderful experience in their session and it sustains a little while, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, maybe even six months. But eventually, without some personal skills, without getting in the driver's seat of that healing and what it means to root into the life around you, it cannot sustain. There is no magic pill. There's no magic trick. Because let me tell you, if it existed, I would have done it by now. It just doesn't work that way. So, what does that mean? What does it mean that spiritual healing can't sustain without personal skills? It means you got to have solid communication skills. It means that you are emotionally literate, that you can identify your feelings and speak them. You can set and stand on your own boundaries. You can recognize and honor. The boundaries of others it means that when you see a need for greater awareness in your life you pursue the channels to acquire it and you verify that you're up to the task of living and delivering that awareness into the world around you and if you aren't and we all aren't at some point i mean sooner or later you hit a point where the task at hand is bigger than you are And those are the moments where you either acquire skills to figure out how to master that. You make some radical life change, which again is, you know, often initiates some kind of change, deeper change in life. You follow through on getting those skills one way or the other. The Inglas initiation demands, as with all of the runic cycles, that you be brutally honest with yourself. Take stock of the tools you need to affirm the sacred seed blossoming in your life right now. Do you have what it takes? Do you know where to get what you don't have? And do you know who to talk to to figure out where to get those things? Those are the questions that you should be asking yourself right now. And those are the things that you need to be finding resources on the answers. This kind of initiation, you don't want to let languish. You don't want, it, it won't languish, first of all. It, it won't diminish and go away. It will just kind of erupt slowly in the background. <laughs> There's wonderful uplifting things to say, yes. But the memo on this is now is the time. Not everything is going to fall in our laps. And this is one of those times where we have a little bit of a reprieve to say, what do I need? What am I missing that's going to help me pull these, these pieces together in a way that's cohesive, helps me have the movement that I want, the change that I need, and then I build the life around it to sustain that changed way of being? If it means going to the doctor, talking to the therapist, speaking a difficult truth, expressing a raucous joy, going to the soul healer, priest, slash librarian, whatever, whatever you need. Now is the time to collect those resources. Now is the time and you're the one. Nobody else can do this. Nobody else can make this change in your life and help you implement it in a way that changes it all for the better. Sustained. That's it for this episode. No one else can do what you do here. Let me know how I can help you in this. If there are resources, people that I can connect you with, work that you and I can do together. I'm game. I'm here. Let me know. You can contact me through the Anchor app itself, which you can download for Android or Apple. You can do that through mashing the calling button on the app. Or you can email me directly at Kelly at And if you haven't checked out earlier episodes, download them from Google Play or iTunes or any of the other gajillion podcast platforms that are out there now. And if you get a chance, check out Everyday Animism, which is a podcast that I co-host with two fabulous ladies. I'm Kelly. You can do this. This has been What in the Weird. Thank you.